JP. Right. What's going on, Joey? Oh, what's happening, my man? Just kicking it. Just kicking it. Ready to break down some shit. This is an action-packed agenda, I believe, for today. This is like the first like actual week where I feel it's like what we envision the show being, like college football, NFL, and a UFC paper. Mm, dude, I've been saying it every goddamn week, man. It is the best time of the year. Let's fucking go. It is. So I'm not going to waste time. Uh, I guess first, what are you drinking tonight? Ah, I got an Irish whiskey here. Clonic Kilty. Clonic Kilty. It's an Irish whiskey, but it's finished uh, in a port cask. So you get that nice vanilla hint which you get from a lot of Irish whiskeys, but then the cask finish gives it a little sweetness as well. It's a fucking treat, man. It's one of those where I had probably not enough for two glasses, too much for just one, so it resulted in one aggressive and healthy pour for tonight, man. What do you got going on? Very nice. Can't wait to get your picks after you finish that. Uh, <laughs> I got the puncher's chance. Bruce Buffer is up. Oh, definitely a marketing play, but it's good stuff, man. It really is. Um, yeah, I, 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 dude, I expected that to be garbage. Um, we had it for the first time. Where were we? The CES. Um, it was at CES. Perfect. You're right. Yeah, we were there at the regional MMA scene. And when you busted it out, I was like, here we go. Another uh, profit twelve was just some kind of bullshit. But I was truly impressed. And you know what? I'd expect nothing less from a buffer. Yeah. So you know, it's 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 not expensive because it's it's gonna be a heavy drinking night because. Uh, you know, we got to own up for last week. Uh, last oh, week God. was not good for the brand. No. Uh, you know, to go over on a UFC card. Um, you know, Buckley was a poor play. That looked terrible. Um, the shoey bet we both lost. So I think we both have to do shoeys. Um, oh, yeah. 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 We didn't no. think that. We didn't think that one through, did we? No. no. <laughs> and, I mean, Vittori's going to be done. He, he looked terrible. Um, yeah. Terrible. Well, I mean, look, look, gatekeeper textbook gatekeeper for the weight yep. class nothing more yep now i will say even though he lost i am totally fine losing that to Ivasa bet he had sure. him knocked out he admitted he had him ko'd and i had him round two and three ko and straight up ko <laughs> if that hits the weekend saved we're partying um again didn't have bad college football week until you know we kind of got screwed on that points parlay because oregon number 17 fucking oregon Three points, can't score on fourth down on the goal line. Absolute uh, garbage. What, what were they ranked? Did you say, what were they ranked? 17. 17. They got uh, Bo Nix as their quarterback. He's the quarterback of Auburn. He's supposed to be like this legit guy. He looked like yeah. shit. Their offense looked terrible. Yeah, three points. Nice job. Nice job. And what does dumbass JB do? I got a little special part for LSU. Special place in my heart for LSU. <laughs> I went down there from a bachelor party. <laughs> They're not going to lose this game. The spread went up to four and a half. Double down, baby. Double down. They look like <laughs> the entire game, Joey. Like this, I, I don't know if Phil Seifer watched it, but fucking, I didn't watch it. I did not watch it. When they came back and they score with literally, they score on one second left, fourth down on the goal line. They score to make it twenty three, twenty four. I'm like, I got life. I have them at minus three, minus four and a half. College rules a minus seven wins and victory here, mm. and they fucking block the extra points. Like, if that didn't fucking put a cap on how my weekend went, that's it. Boom. Uh, I know, dude. And look, I, I, I was so upset that the points parlay shit the bed, super points shit the bed, spread parlay shit the bed. I mean, look, it was not a good week. I agree, JB. Let's own up to it. We got to consult our uh, brand uh, protection professional at Boston Brews Bets. We got to chat with this person and figure <laughs> out what we got to say in these situations. But look, hey, the past is the past. 
I'm looking forward to the future, my man. Exactly. So let's just get into it. Uh, you know, I just want to own up to that, but we'll talk about the pool quickly. You know what? I'm just going to say it. Join it. There's three people in it. It's free money. I'm going to try to extend it so you can still enter by like week two. Um, could be advantage, disadvantage, depending if you win or lose week one or two, I guess. But join it. We'll uh, break down UFC 279. Keep rolling with the survivors. Get into week one. And yes. we're probably going to fly through 279 survivor because I feel like we're going to spend a good time on week one. Yeah. Um, and then fly through some college football week two picks. None of these college picks are going to be legit until I post them. It's just more so what I'm thinking based off how this past weekend went. All right. All right. Join the pool. That's all I'm going to say. Info's free there. Free money. Join Get the pause. pool. Free money. Join it. Click the links. Whatever. You don't got to say anything else, man. No. <laughs> Who would have thought we'd be seeing this image, bro? This is crazy. It it's is. Crazy. It is. It is. It's just, uh, you see, like, he's been waiting for Diaz at the airport. He's been, like, fucking around. <laughs> Laugh. This is, uh, it's going to be interesting. But listen, before we get into the main card, the prelims, I only got a couple fights here. Um, I guess let's just run down them real quick. Uh, Darren Weeks versus Johan. You, you got a pick here, bet here, or no? No, look, for Darian Weeks, uh, I did take him as a dog against, um, oh, what's McGregor's boy's name? The Irish uh, talent coming up. Um, Ian, Ian, Ian. Gallagher? Uh, God damn it. No. What is that guy's name? Um it's funny because I always dismiss him once he stops, uh, once he starts talking. And I just say, look, you, you don't, you don't get it. It's Ian Gary, man. I just, uh, yeah, I just, I'm not sold on Ian Gary. I think he's a technical fighter. I like him. Uh, but man, when he tries to be like McGregor with the shit talking, I just, I just dismiss him and forget his name, as you can see. Uh, but Darian Weeks, I think he's got some good boxing skills, man. I want him, I, I want to, him to really, really, really show the world who he is. And win this, but I got nothing on this man. And honestly, I have nothing on that. I have nothing on Elise Reed and Melissa Martinez. No, thank you. Uh, do you got any takes on that? Nope, no takes on Weeks. No, no takes on uh, Rita Martinez. Again, like her friends of Punchless, Women's Science, take the dog on uh, yeah, Women's MMA for going to. But I'm not going to bet it again. I got to be a little bit more careful after the weekend we had last weekend. Um, true, true. I guess go to uh, Chad versus what's it? Life. I got nothing on hey, this one either. Hey, J JB, let's let's. Let's get serious, man. When it comes to the prelims, I think if we have some takes, let's pick them. Let's call them out, right? But I got nothing on this one. And Norma Dumont and Danielle Wolf, I also will take a hard pass. Women's science. I, I don't know, man. What, what, what do you feel when you look at the prelims, right? Is there something that jumps out at you? Uh, there's three fights. And you know what? Let's just skip over that next woman's one and get right to it. Uh, Chris Barnett versus Jake Collier. Oh, um, yeah. I love Barnett. <laughs> it's definitely a... Uh, a biased homer bet. I don't know why I'm a homer on Barnett, but I mean, the way he won that, you know, the, the flying kick fight and then just did the flip um, at plus 330, I think it's worth a sprinkle. I will say someone posted something that like Jake Collier is ridiculous for win, lose, win, lose, yeah. win, lose. And his last fight was a loss. So the whole argument is he's no way going to lose to Barnett. Oh, I do think it's a fine. drastic. No, I mean, I mean, Collier's ranked higher than him. I mean, it's it's definitely um, there, but I think, you know, plus 330, it's worth a sprinkle on Barnett. No Absolutely. parlay, just a little sprinkle. Absolutely. No, I fully support that. And look, for Jake Collier to be minus 400 against anyone, I mean, look, okay, Chris Barnett uh, maybe hasn't proven himself, maybe a little too flashy for comfort, right? But 
I mean, Jake Collier at minus 400, come on, he doesn't deserve that. So I agree, plus 330. Uh, why not? Why not? Little sprinkle. Little, little sprinkle. sprinkle. Very little sprinkle. Right. Make the prelims interesting here. I support it. I support 100%, man. The next one, I really like Jamie Pickett. Yeah. Um, at minus 125, I think he's a good parlay piece. I looked at prop plays for finish. I don't feel great about him. I think I'm just going to throw him in some sort of parlay at minus 125. I don't think I'm going to take him straight up. Um, I don't like him that much, but I think he's worth a little bit as a parlay piece. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like Jamie Pickett. I do. He's, um, I, I like watching him. He's a, I think he's a good fighter. I, I think, um, so the other guy, look, he, uh, Denise, I'm going to take a step. Uh, Denise Tuliulin. Are you going to buy it? Do you leave this? There's a reason I didn't try. <laughs> I said, <laughs> Jamie Pickett, it ended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you got a Russian here. He's from Moscow. His uh, professional record, nine and six. Not overly impressive here. So, you know, I think um, I, I'd like to ride with Pickett on this one. I think he's the more experienced fighter. I think, um, you know, Dennis here, he just has a, what, a, he has a single fight in the UFC. So he's gone, gone on a second fight. And um, look, the Russian MMA scene, the regional scene might be crazy, but if you've already lost six times, um, you know, I'm going to go with Pickett. So I'll, I'll back you on this. Let's go, Jamie Pickett. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. This next fight, I mean, what do you do at minus 690? Almeida's going to run through this no. fucking guy, but I'm not going to touch it. Are you? Nothing. No. I mean, look, you watch it. And honestly, you hope for the upset, but stay far, far away from it. Minus six, 660? Come on. 660, 660, yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. stay far that, away. That's gone up. I think it started like minus 500 and it keeps going up. He wasn't supposed to fight this guy. He was supposed to fight someone else and something happened with visa issues, I think I read. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, uh, when you see lines like that, it's going to take a lot to get me tempted to dabble. So no, no, thank you. Okay, this next fight. Let's take a little trip down memory lane here, Joey. Right. So the last big Diaz fight for me, at least, and you were there for this, would be UFC 244 against Mazdaval for the, what was it, the BMF belt, that stupid fucking belt they made up. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. It was a Madison Square Garden, was it? It was. It was. Now, if you remember, mm -hmm. we were in Vegas. For that. Yes. And had Nate Diaz won. It would have been a pants off limo back oh to the airport type situation. Um, no he doubt. was tied up in so many parlays, and I think we had a killing in college football, but all in parlays with TS being the anchor for whatever drunken reason we did that. <laughs> right, right. So, you know, I'm a little sentimental. You know who kicked off that uh, fight card was uh, Hakeem. Hakeem? Get out. That fight card. He beat uh, he? Julio Arche. Um, okay. Decision, split decision. So I'm gonna pick Hakeem here again. I think this might be a parlay piece um, mm. with Jamie Pickett. I don't want to. I think Hakeem probably knocks people out, but he hasn't knocked people out in a while. Um, so I'm gonna take Hakeem probably parlayed with Pickett and call it a little prelim parlay there. I like it. I like. I like this a lot actually, and I like Hakeem. So you know, look, I'm going back to it, man. You know how I feel about these young Canadian fighters coming up. I don't believe in them i do not think that they will fight at elite levels like george st pierre did i do i just have a hard time believing in these canadians and you know what charles jordan he proved me right last week however being hakeem he is a guy who has consistently looked better each time he's in there he, he looks good and the dude 
The dude can bang, man. He he's mean. He is he's got a he's got he's some mean Hakeem, story. man. That's his name. Yeah, dude, it, it's fitting, man. It really is. So I actually like him as well. I am considering uh mixing him up in a parlay. I just don't know if it's gonna be pick it. I think when we get to the main card, it's going to all make sense here. But I'm on Hakeem here. Uh, Juicy J is uh, not a bum. Julian Arosa, I, I, I mean, hey, he beat Charles Jordan, right? <laughs> he submitted him, but uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, no, don't even kill me down that fucking road. No, I, I won't. I mean, look, he's uh, he's good, man. He's fought a lot. He's fought a lot for a 33-year-old uh, Arosa, but I'm on the Hakeem train. Let's go. I just got to figure out who I'm going to parlay him with. All right, let's uh, roll into the main card here because I think that's the meat of the bones here. Yeah, right. So again, getting a little sentimental, right? Going back to some fun Vegas days when I didn't really have a lot of responsibilities mm. in life. Mm. Uh, Johnny Walker was also on that card and got knocked the fuck out by Corey Anderson. <laughs> um, so, I'm so done with him, bro. I'm so done. I, I am too. Um, the pick is Kutabala for me. Again, parlay mm-hmm. piece. I want to take Kutabala mm-hmm. inside the distance, but I will say Walker has knockout power. I think his chin is super suspect recently. I don't think he's going to do it. That being said, you put Kutabala on a parlay piece, you got to take the risk that Walker does have that power to knock him out. I don't think he's going to, which is why I'm on Kutabala, but he has that power. I, you know what I saw from uh, Walker? I, I, I think it was MMA Junkie uh, posted it. He is blaming his lack of success in his past three fights on taking CBD. So that, that, you know that I, I literally, I literally looked at that right before we dialed into this. Yeah, that's actually sure. true. Yeah, yeah. You know what he said? You know what he said? Oh, you know, every kind of CBD has a little bit of THC. So no wonder I was, I was, I was high. It's like those are two different chemicals, motherfucker. If you don't believe science, you gotta go. Read some articles or something. There are two different chemicals, bro. And to make a claim that every CBD product has THC is, I was going to say, it's why I'm, I'm fading Johnny Walker, but there are so many goddamn reasons I am fading Johnny Walker. He just does not belong in the UFC. And like, I know when Dana White saw him way back in the day, it's like, holy shit, this Brazilian is jacked. He is huge. I could make some money off this guy. This guy is going to be a fucking star. But guess what? Not everybody with the physique and with the character ends up being a good fighter. That's why I love MMA, JB. It's like you can put on whatever character you want. But when you're in the octagon, man, the cage locks. It's who's the better fighter? And Johnny Walker is not a good fighter. He's not. So Eon Kudalaba, like look look at the dudes he's fought, man. Just just some of them. Oh, I don't know. Um, Glover Teixeira, Magomed Ankalaev, twice, right? Jared Cannonier, granted it was 2016, but the dude is lost to some really good talent, right? Agreed. How about Johnny Walker? Who is who is he ever beaten, right? Who who is he beaten? Give me so, give me a name that commands some respect. So so here's the thing on that, and it, again, I'm still Kutabala, but the whole argument they're making is. So, <laughs> again, I'm talking about the time Corey Anderson got knocked, you know, got knocked about when we were in Vegas. Yeah. His only win between now and then was against Ryan Spann. Um, that was in 2020. Yeah. Now, yeah. Ryan Spann beat Kutabala. Yeah, yeah, okay. Look, Ryan Spann, first of all, I'm not sold on Ryan Spann. I'm going to say that. I'm not either. I remember, not either. I, I, I remember that fight. I believe Spann had him against the cage trying to take him down, and Johnny Walker landed some vicious 
perhaps a little controversial elbows to the side uh, of the They head, called them hammer fists, the back so of the potentially, yeah. Oh, is that what they said? No, I mean, look, whatever, whatever, right? I am looking forward to Johnny Walker getting knocked out again. You have no more CBD slash THC slash whatever to blame. It's time to take your ass to Bellator, back to cage fight, whatever, whatever. Just get out of the UFC, Johnny Walker. Eon Kudalaba, fantastic ballet piece. And, and uh, JP, I like him inside the distance as well, Kudalaba. I think that's a good straight-up bet. Uh, it is. Minus, I like it minus 195 money line. That's that's honestly, that's not even that bad. But I do yeah. believe Johnny Walker is getting finished in this fight. Kudalab is a beast, man. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I mean, I'll throw up the odds for the next fight here. Uh, Macy versus Irene. Uh, I don't have a take. I want to pick Macy. I think she's cutting weight for this fight, which is probably why she's the dog. I think she is the better fighter, but I'm not going to bet it. If I was going to bet it, I'd take Macy. That's my pick, but I'm probably going to not bet it. Yeah, the thing is, I don't think she's the better fighter, man. I'm actually a big fan of Irene. I think she's got that Mexican fighting spirit, man. And I I remember watching her when she lost to Holly Holm. Like, Holly's a great technical fighter, and, you know, she lost the decision. But other than Holly, she lost to Raquel Pennington. I think they both lost to Pennington. But Irene Aldana, she's got good hands, man. She's got good hands. I, I actually, I, I like watching her fight. Now, women's science is at play. Uh, I think minus 175 is about right, I think, for the line. But I'm not going to bet it, man. I, I, I really needs to string together some wins against quality, quality opponents. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to this fight. Pick Irene, but I'm not betting this, man. Want to make this the shoey pick? No bet, but make it the shoey. You're on Irene. Love it. I, yeah, no, no, no. I love it. I fucking love right. it, man. Let's go, Irene. Let's go. Ah, man. I love it. I don't talk to you before the cards. I really thought we weren't going to have a shoey bit on this one. And then boom. But wait, hold up. Yeah. Hold up. Hey, hey, hey. Hold up. Can we learn from our mistakes here? Money line straight up. Right? Oh, no, no. It's, it's winner. Yeah, yeah. It's winner. It's right. winner. Right. I'm not doing some fucking, oh, well, I got him by sub and I got him by sub. And then the guy gets KO'd. We're <laughs> both fucking doing shoeys like that. <laughs> you can't throw props at shoey bets, bro, because now we both take shoeys. All right. So we're learning. We're learning. We're learning. We're learning. We're learning. <laughs> this next fight, you can <sighs> get off. I, I, I got a thought here, but it's based off nothing besides my hatred for Kevin Holland. This, this is... um. <sighs> I'll start it off, but I'm actually interested in your hatred for Kevin Holland because for me, I like him more and more and more and more. Dude, I think he's taking this serious. I think he's finally taken this serious. I think he sees the opportunity that he has here. And I, I think he's got some good people around him. And he's a talented fighter. He really is. And I think, yeah, of course, he's still going to talk your ear off in the cage. He's still going to be a clown, right? But I think he's he's getting more and more serious, and he's fighting better and better talent, and he's and he's he's winning, man. Um, however, let me tell you about my boy D Rod, man. There are certain boy, fighters, your boy, you're going right I, I, Look, 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 <laughs> absolutely, man. There are certain fighters that I'm just I'm just drawn to, man, and this is one of them. D Rod is just he's a he's a fucking fighter, man. This dude is a scrapper. He is a brawler. I, he's getting up there in age 35, so he's not a spring chicken. But, dude, this guy, he's just a guy from L.A. who comes in there to bang, dude. He's a great boxer. He's got great hands. I really love watching this guy fight. And, uh, look, you could say that he sent Kevin Lee to, uh, what's Khabib's league called? I can't even remember. Eagle, Eagle FC. FC. Eagle <laughs> FC. Yeah. Knocked his ass out of the UFC, sent his ass to Eagle FC. So, look, no, it's not, it's not just the Kevin Lee win. I do like watching Daniel Rodriguez fight, like especially when he fought Mike Perry. Like that showed his rawness, man. The dude can grab was it. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but but Kevin Holland, look, I don't I don't dislike him. In fact, I love that he's taking his shit seriously. I love it. However, if you're gonna give me D Rod at plus one sixty five, right? I am absolutely going to take him. I'm not going to parlay him. I'm going to take him straight up. And at that, I think he can outbox Kevin Holland. I think he's more technical than Kevin Holland. And to be honest, man, if he doesn't knock him out, which I'm not sure he will, uh, how many times has Holland been knocked out? Um, zero. Zero times. All right. So maybe that doesn't happen. However, I think uh, Holland could easily get outboxed here. And I'm taking my boy D Rod, bro. Yeah, um, I'm on D-Rod. Um, no parlay here. Maybe a straight-up bet. It's just for that simple reason. Um, D-Rod, when he fought Mike Perry, I fucking hate Mike Perry just as much as I hate Greg Hardy. I think he's a fucking <laughs> piece of shit. So you instantly yeah. get in my, like, yes, you are now a fighter that I will continuously try to bet after you do something like that. Yeah. Maybe Holland's taking it seriously. I think he's talented as fuck. I can't stand the mouth. Yeah. He does more talking than fighting. Um, yep. He's one of those guys that I think if you shut the fuck up, he's nasty. And he yep. doesn't shut up. And, you know, the whole shit of, you know, I forget who it was. He flipped over. He was in no danger whatsoever because the guy couldn't get under his chin. But he's doing the thumbs up as opposed to, like, trying to make a move on it. Oh, he's yeah. Showman. Yeah. He's a WWF fucking fighter. He's, I don't know. He's, if he's taking it seriously, I may do a complete 180 on him because I do think he's got the talent and skills. I just haven't seen it from him yet. And if he, if he shows me in this D-Rod fight, I'll do a complete 180 on him because he's got the skills. But until he does, D-Rod all the way, baby. Yeah, I'm confused by this line, to be honest. And I wonder if that minus 195 is because of the name. I could see even more money coming on Holland. And honestly, I'm confused by it, but whatever. I think Holland's fought bigger names, and that's why he's getting it. Like, right? D-Rod really hasn't fought anyone big. Um, yeah. It's, it's, I guess, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I guess, the names yeah. On, it's the names on Holland's resume, whether they are winner or not. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. All right, D-Rod, let's go, baby. Let's go. All right. This next oh, no. <laughs> the leech is going to win this fight. I am not going to bet the leech. I'm going to bet Tony Ferguson because when you give me Tony Ferguson at plus 255, I have to take it. I'm not going to put him in a parlay. I'm not going to do anything with it. I'm just going to take him straight up plus 255. If Tony Ferguson loses this fight, which I think he's probably going to, he retires. He has to. Um, mm. You know, Dale on punch. Let's hit on this a little bit. Honestly, I'm going to steal it from him. I was going to say this. You look at who is in this guy's corner telling him this is okay to do after he just had his fucking brain crushed in by Chandler. Yeah. yeah that was that's, three, that's four good, months ago. Yeah. Who the fuck yeah. is in here saying, yeah, go back in against this guy who he's kind of a killer. The leech is no fucking joke. Um, you know, he's not going to ever be champ, but he's, he's a good fucking fighter. And he couldn't, you know, you want to talk about fighters health. If, he, if Ferguson ends badly here, he's going to be the guy that's like got CTE and has not well whatsoever. So, you know, yeah. what the fuck is he doing in the ring this quickly after that Chandler fight? Get your management, get your corner, and what the fuck are you doing? That being said, a plus 255, you're still Tony fucking Ferguson. You're a legend. You should be in the Hall of Fame at UFC someday. I'll take it. <sighs> yeah, I, I, so I agree with your comment there, with which, which may have echoed uh, with Dale in the punch list uh, gang are, are preaching. I, I, I because I agree, right? What are you sending this 38-year-old man back out there after he almost got his head taken off his shoulders? Uh, what, are you, what are you doing? But at the same time, Tony keeps talking these guys up, his new, his new crowd, they've rejuvenated him. So I get that, and I agree with it, right? 
But what I don't necessarily agree with is Li Jing Liang being a, a killer. I, I, you know, he's, it's, yeah, he's a textbook gatekeeper. That's what he is. He's not a fucking savage who's fighting high-level talent. He's not. He's not. You put him against Hazmat, Jesus Christ, and he got clowned in that fight. Yeah, he beat Santiago, though, didn't he? Yeah, okay, Santiago Ponce. I mean, in, 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 I agree, I agree. He's, yeah, not, he's, like, not, he's not a top five, but he's not fighting nobody's either. Yeah, no, no. He's a gatekeeper, bro. He's a gatekeeper, yeah. right? If you want to fight the high-level talent, you got to make it through Li Jing Liang, right? So, like, Every time uh, you're saying gatekeeper, man, all I think is that Ghostbusters scene when she's fucking lying on the bed saying, are you the gatekeeper? That's, I don't know why the fuck you keep saying it. <laughs> that's that's all think, I keep dude? fucking thinking. Yes, dude. Come on, Ghostbusters. The original was a fantastic movie. I wasn't a huge. I mean, I watched it, but it it doesn't stick out like as a you know like a not forgettable memory of my childhood. I guess it does for you. One, I don't know if we can be friends anymore. That you said that, and two, I hope I threw you completely off track of your thought there. All right, dude. Well, well whatever. We'll talk about Ghostbusters later. Actually, no, we won't because it wasn't even that. All right, never mind. Look, look, <laughs> hey, Tony Ferguson. I'm, I, dude. I want to. I want to. I, I want to shed a tear and cry. This is a tragedy. This is a tragic story. Tony Ferguson's story is like that of Macbeth. It's a, it's, it is a tragedy. And look at his, I mean, dude, okay, he's lost uh, a good amount of fights. In fact, he's lost four in a row. Not good for any UFC fighter. But let's look. Justin Gaethje, Charles Oliveira, Benil Dariush, Michael Chandler, right? The leech is not on the level of any of these gentlemen. None of them, right? Agreed. 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 Okay, so now the question becomes, <laughs> that four fight skid against high level talent has that taken the soul out of Tony Ferguson? And one would argue that what Michael Chandler did to him could easily take the soul of a man. It's a KO that you do not come back from as a fighter. Like it's the kind of KO that, you know, that stays with you. And when you're 38 years old and Tony Ferguson, I cannot possibly ride with him even at plus 255 but am i gonna play minus 305 on a on a gatekeeper in the leech <sighs> i'm just gonna sit back and watch this one and enjoy it and hope tony pulls through man that's what i'm gonna do all right so this might be a jb only bet uh, you know to your point on tony right justin gaethje gets knocked out by gaethje around five may 2020 goes back and fights charles de bronx six months later in december of 2020 doesn't get finished goes to decision then goes and fights another six months later in 2021 against uh, Benel Dariush. And then about a year goes by and he fights Chandler uh, and gets his ass fucking killed or his face killed, I guess I should say. And then comes in and is fighting, you know, the leech four months later. I, mm. if, if someone says they're not a fan of Tony Ferguson, I really don't think they're a fan of MMA because what he's true, like, he is true. the guy that's going in there and fighting every fucking time. This is a dumb fight for him to take. I really, really hope he wins. I think we're going to see him throw the gloves in the ring and he's going to retire. Yeah. It's going to be very sad and depressing. I think if you're a true fan of MMA, you're pulling for Tony this weekend. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So you're thinking straight up plus two, 255 money line or what? Straight up, yeah. I mean, Tony, you know, he, he technically could submit him. He technically could KO him. He could go to decision. I'm not, you know, Tony winning alone is just happiness. So let's not fuck sure. with it. Let's just, let's just go Tony winning. <laughs> All right. I'll be rooting for you, JB, on that one. All right. Before we get into this next fight, I gotta I gotta fill up my glass here because I got some thoughts. Ah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't need a fill. I told you this is a healthy pour that I'm somewhat ashamed of on a school night. 
my picks on fucking football are going to be terrible after this. All right. <laughs> Cosmont versus Diaz. Uh, what did you... How is this happening, dude? How is this fight allowed to happen? There's some truth to Dana is pissed off Diaz spoke up and he's wants him killed in the ring. Yep. I think there's truth to that. Now, I will say, if you... In this line, I should, should have started off the show with this. We are recording on Wednesday because we are not responsible individuals and we'll never be able oh, to yeah. a live show in the near future. Um, yeah. This is going to get posted tomorrow on Thursday. This line I've seen jump all over the fucking place throughout this week. So I, Diaz could be plus 1,000 mm. tomorrow. He could be plus 500. I have no idea. As of this evening, Wednesday evening, it's Cosmet minus 1050, Diaz plus 700. Yep. If you are someone that is laying $1,000 to win 100 I want to punch you in the fucking face. Okay. <laughs> Nobody just, nobody's doing that. Like, what are, you, what are you doing? Like, that. that's going to be D-Gen upon D-Gen that is going to lose their family's fucking mortgage sometime, someday. Well, dude, you know what this is. These are like the Drake bets and the bets that the UFC loves putting in the bottom left corner of the screen for people who have so much money, they don't even know what to do with it. So they drop like 50K yeah. on Hamzat. You know what I mean? And the it's like, oh my God, somebody just put 50K. It's like that somebody doesn't even know what to do with their money. Those are the people who do that shit. And it's the other side of the spectrum, too. Again, we always talk about in unit play, right? Because so, you can figure out what it is. It doesn't matter mm. what the dollar value is. It's units. Someone will fucking bet this and make a big deal that they fucking bet on Cosmo, and they'll bet 20 bucks and win fucking 30 cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Like, true, true. So anyway, anyway. So here's my theory. I'm taking Diaz. What do you, what do you got? Plus oh, yeah. oh, I'm going to take him inside the distance because it's somewhere plus 1,000. Rounds three, four, or five, you're talking plus 2,000 to 4,000. These are all sprinkle plays. No parlay pieces. No heavy plays. Here's my theory on Diaz. What do you got? He's a fan favorite as much as Dana White doesn't want to admit it. Oh, he is. Absolute. That's undeniable, bro. If Nate Diaz wins this. So I ask I, my question to you is if Kaz, Kazmat beats Diaz, who's his next opponent? <sighs> That's why this fight makes no fucking sense, dude. All right. So he slaughters Burns. You think he's fighting for the title next? Oh, no. Let's fight Nate Diaz. It makes no fucking sense. So I can't answer that goddamn question. So what's going to happen is Usman's going to get it. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know actually. If you look at listen to this conspiracy theory, I don't know if Usman gets his rematch right away. I think he will. No, you don't think so. So Diaz wins. Oh, you know who Diaz what knocked out? Didn't didn't finish, but you know who he knocked out? Uh, Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards was KO'd in that round. Now Nate Diaz. Knock out Leon Edwards. Dude, Leon Edwards had no fucking idea where he was. Okay, he was wobbling. And if Nate wobbled. Diaz, if Nate Diaz attacked, Nate Diaz beat Leon Edwards, and Leon Edwards is not the champion today. Correct, but he did not knock out Leon Edwards. He knocked out Leon Edwards, the equivalent of two of us, and knocked out Sorrell. Fair, not yes. knocked out, but like if it, it, it yes. was close to. I said okay. I get what you. Yes. 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 Okay. I so, accept. I accept those words. <laughs> Nate Diaz faces Leon Edwards. Nate Diaz. Oh, for, for the title? For the title. For the title. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because the only way, so if Nate beats this future guy, Dana's going to have to throw all kinds of money and promises out to re-sign him because this is the last fight of his contract. So he's going to say, well, fuck you, I'm fighting for the title. If I fight for the title, he will. That would be interesting. So he fights for the title. He beats Leon Edwards and becomes champion. Do you know who his opponent is? Do you know who his opponent is to defend this first title defense? Um, Connor McGregor. You see Connor McGregor. Jesus, you fucking dude. What? You get the trilogy. You get the trilogy, and McGregor ends back up with the belt. 
boom, conspiracy theory. Oh my God, what kind of psychotic bullshit story did you just narrate? That How did you even think of that, dude? So to be Can fair... To be fair, late last night, I sent Joey a text and said, I just went down our serious wrecking rabbit hole with Nate Diaz, <laughs> and that was the rabbit hole. <laughs> there were so many holes that I want to poke in that. All right, let me try and do it quickly, because we don't have enough time for, for, for us to discuss this at length, okay? Yeah. If by some miracle, Nate Diaz beats Hamza, okay? Mm-hmm. If he was true to his word, if he was true to the Stockton creed, he pieces out on ufc man he has been doing nothing but saying fuck the ufc so he gets out of there title shot should mean nothing to him right but let's say that okay uh, he beats amzat <laughs> leon edwards it's not gonna give Kamaro usman as much as i don't like him as a person arguably one of the best fighters in the weight class ever but no, not deserving of the rematch. Uh, instead, we're going to bring on uh, Nate Diaz to fight for the belt. And then Nate somehow beats Edwards and then Conor Mc- This is just, this is insanity, bro. It's complete insanity. Do you, have you listened to like some of the sound bites that have been coming out of Nate Diaz's mouth leading up to this fight? Oh, they're absolutely absurd. He called himself the best fighter in UFC history. And it's like, no, you're not. It's, dude. Um, so. Uh, I, here's here's my thing is Leon Edwards has already talked about fighting Mazaval or Diaz as his first title defense because the rumor is Usman's gonna need some time like Usman got knocked the fuck out like he's not gonna want to take a quick title defense and Leon Edwards has been pretty clear he wants to be a defending champion he's not gonna be this guy that doesn't fucking defend his belt yeah I, I think Usman would happily take a rematch ASAP knowing that he just got caught and dominated Edwards for most of the fight except the first round but look Who's, Who's wait, wait, who's Usman's manager though? Oh, yeah, but where are you going smart. with that? He's smart. He's not if his fighter isn't ready, he's not gonna send him out there. He's not Tony Ferguson's. Oh, I think you give Ali too much credit, bro. I think you give him too much credit for having a fucking brain. That dude's <laughs> green. That dude sees green every morning he wakes up. It's a shade of green on everything he sees for that day. He would throw Usman to the fucking shocks if he had a chance to get another champion. How many champs does Ali got right now? After Usman lost none, that was the greatest one of the greatest. Goose egg. That, that it's a fucking goose egg, bro. Look, right, we'll look. Diaz, Diaz, Diaz is my play here. I, I know you're you're not gonna like it. Diaz, Diaz inside the distance. Diaz rounds three, four, five. It's probably not gonna hit, but the same thing. If it's close and he loses, yeah, it's the same thing. Like two of us, I'm fine laying the money to lose that bet. If Cosma comes in and kills him in round one, it's like, well, fuck. That's what everyone thought was gonna happen. Great. Yeah, it's it's true. And I'm gonna be looking at a prop for Amzad rounds one, rounds two. Uh, one or two perhaps but i think nate diaz he gets hit a couple times his face and all that scar tissue just opens the fuck up i really like nate man i think the downfall of nate diaz is just not having good people around him man just not having good people around him if he did have good people around him instead of just a bunch of yes men in the nate diaz army he would not be involved in this fight man this is bad for him it's bad for his legacy and when you listen to him talk about it he even fucking admitted this week i didn't want this fight i still don't want this fight no shit you shouldn't what are you doing man so i don't know look secretly i'm gonna be rooting for you jb because i'm an ats fan how could you not love this guy uh but yeah i'll be taking a stab at Hamza prop round one round two maybe rounds one or two but i don't see this going late man i just don't 
Like KO or sub, or you just want round one and two inside the distance? KO, KO. Diaz is slick on the ground, even though he's yeah. getting near 40, man. He's still slick with his jujitsu. So uh, I just don't think he can take these shots from Hamza. I really don't. I'm actually surprised you looked it up yet. Uh, Cosmet round one KO is plus 240. Round two is plus 450. So, you know, I, I didn't know he had any plus money on him. Now, that being said, Nate Diaz by KO in round four is plus 12,000. Nate Diaz by <laughs> KO in round five is plus 15,000. Uh, I mean, you know, you know, JB has to sprinkle. <laughs> I hope you do. God bless you, man. God bless you. All right. So that's the fight card. Not the best of the best, but listen, I think it's going to be entertaining. I don't yeah, think it should pay per view. It should be a fight night, or they should agree. DS fight is not a main card and, and throw it on something else. But agreed. I'm looking forward to it, though, man. All right. Let's continue with Survivor. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not going to run down our picks. It's on the screen for those who want to. If you're listening on audio, right. go back and listen to episode two and three. Wait, uh, hold on. You're not going to run down because you're embarrassed you beat the Titans and Browns in weeks. All right. You know what? Fuck you. Titans, Browns, <laughs> Cowboys, Steelers, Saints, Packers, Broncos, Colts. I'm still in a week eight and I'm living fucking large by week. Yeah, we'll fucking see, bro. Says the guy who picks the Titans. And the hey, All right. So the Titans, I can't. All right. You know what? Is rabbit hole central we can go down right now. Can we get into the goddamn weeks? What is it? Nine through. What do we got? 9, 9 10, 12? 11, 12. Yeah, I think 9, 10, 11, 12. And then we come close to wrapping it up next week. Fuck the added weeks. So we'll have it on mm. week. But uh, yeah, let's do, let's do 9, 10, 11, 12 this week. Uh, so I'll let you kick it off. What do you got for week nine? All right. So for week nine, there's actually quite a few matchups I like here, but I've used a lot of the winners here. So for week nine, I'm going with a team that actually I'm very high on this year. Very high on. Just happens to be the first matchup on your screen. When the Eagles fly into Houston, Texas, they are going to destroy them promptly. I've been waiting to take the Eagles. I think week nine is when you do it. There's a lot of other good matchups here, but um, I think this is a great spot to use the Eagles. I'm on Jalen uh, Hurts. I think he's going to have a huge year. That offensive line has been rebuilt. I'm high on the Eagles, man. Who are you taking? Uh, I like it. Uh, to your point, there's a lot of good picks here. Buffalo's playing the Jets. That's a fucking stomp. In the oh, first God. Uh, Chargers versus Atlanta is another good pick. Uh, yeah. I- I'm personally going to take, I think, Arizona against Seattle. I, you know, if Seattle mm-hmm. ends up being good this year, I'm fucked because I'm ba- my strategy is basically fade the Jets, Giants, and Seattle. Um, they can't be good, bro. They cannot be. Uh, you know, Geno Smith is not terrible, but he's oh. not, not good. So, uh, yeah, let's lock it in. I'm, I'm going to go Arizona week nine. You want me to start like off uh, week 10, or you want to start off week 10 here? Uh, yeah, I'll kick it off here. I think I, I'm kind of surprised with myself for using this team this late, but I'm going with KC here. I'm going with KC. So the Chiefs um, – should be an interesting year for the Chiefs. AFC West is stacked. But I'll tell you what, in week 10, when you have the Jacksonville Jaguars showing up to Arrowhead Stadium, good luck. Easy for me, KC. They were available. There's only a couple matchups I like here. That's why I ended up taking KC. But who you got? Uh, love it. KC was definitely circled. Uh, I changed my mind. I'm going Tampa Bay against Seattle. Only thing I don't love, it's going to be in Germany. Mm. That being said, oh, really? Nuts in Germany for Tom Brady, dude. They're going to go app. So that's going to be a pro Tampa Bay crowd. It's going to be as if it was a home game for Tom Brady. No one gives a fuck about Geno Wilson in Germany. That's, Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So again, sticking with the philosophy of against, you know, bet against Seattle, bet against the Jets, bet against the Giants. I'm going to take Tampa Bay in week 10. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a good call. I didn't know it was in Germany, man. 
Yeah, man, they're, they're they're like going international. I can't wait till we have a fucking uh, team here, team team and yeah, uh, fucking travel there. Um, yeah. All right, week eleven. Let me kick this off. It's a no brainer. You bet against the Jets, the New England Patriots. Play the Jets in Foxborough. Patriots <laughs> beat the Jets, and JB is still alive by week eleven, which is also Julian Edelman's number. Coincidence? I think. No. Oh, I fucking oh. go. God, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> well, um, all right. I like it. And that's so you, JP. That's it is. So it is. It is. All right. Look, if you're still alive in week 11, best of luck with that. Uh, I'm going to take a pick that I think is, um, I just think it's a bit more guaranteed. And, you know, since I have something maybe that's a little more strategic than you got going on, I'm going to take. The Buffalo Bills. Love it. Love it. At home against the lowly Browns, who I believe you took in week two. Let me just remind you that, all right? I took week two when they were playing the Jets. Mm, you know you know what I heard? Joe Flacco, starting quarterback. Uh, week one. Week two, it's going to be, what's his name? Fuckface. The guy who fucks mothers. Nah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, look. They're saying, they're, they're saying the other guy can might play week one. <laughs> hey, Joe Flacco is going to reemerge as the bona fide starting quarterback of the Jets. Okay, so hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's just, let's just, let's, let's take a step back here. You're so fucking high on, on Flacco. Well, hold on. This is all I'm just hey, fucking, no. You're going back, you're going back in slides. I'm getting nervous here. I feel like I got to defend myself against Joe Flacco. You're making me nervous. Your, your, your first pick is the Ravens against the Jets. Joe Flacco revenge game? Joe Flacco revenge game. It's Joey's out in week one. You want to go down that road, pal? I will take three shoeies in a row. If you didn't even need to, because I'll never let it down. Every week it'll be like, hey, remember when we got knocked out in week one? Dude, if Joe Flacco has his revenge game week one against my week one survivor pick, I take three shoeies. No questions. I like it. I like it. I hate it. Why did you have to do that? Can we go back to the current slide? All right, so you're on week 11, and your pick is Buffalo again. No, what was your pick? Yeah. I didn't even fucking remember. No, yeah, yeah, I got Buffalo. The Browns are getting slaughtered when they come to greet Bill's Mafia. Let's go. So my only thing on that is that's Cleveland. When does fucking the rapist come back? Uh, no, he's still he's still no, I, by then, right? Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, actually, no, I don't. I don't think so, JB. His first game back is against Houston. I thought it was week 11, but I, I'm all. I don't know. That's so. That's his last suspension. Okay, so week twelve he's back. So we because it was that whole fucking thing. Like, oh, he's suspended week eleven. That's a weird number. Why'd you do that? Oh, his first game back is against Houston. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We don't care that he rapes women. We just care that he has a rivalry game against his old team. Yeah, it makes sense. Anyway, sense. NFL. So we're in a week twelve. That's Thanksgiving games. It's my favorite holiday because there's football, turkey, and beer, and you can't get in trouble. With drinks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What do you got here? Um, so kind of like, um, kind of like week nine when I chose Philly in week 12, I got another, you're not going to like this. You're not going to like this, but I got another team that I'm high on not to win the division to go to the Super Bowl, but perhaps to make the playoffs. If it's Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, I'm I'm ending this podcast. It is not. So keep it going. It is. It is Tua and the Miami Dolphins, all right? Why are you so high up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. he has the weapons. And I'm telling you, this is the year 
he shows his stuff, especially when the Houston Texans come to town. So give me the Dolphins. Give me Tua. And you know what? I think they got a shot at making the playoffs this year. I do. I don't hate the pick for Survivor. I disagree with everything you said about the Dolphins. Until Tua shows me that he doesn't suck, there's no sure. occasion to say that. He's- oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's that is completely fair. I'm going off on a limb and saying, hey, give him the weapons. Let's see what the kid's made of. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, my lead in was what? Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. You know what? Mm. Let's just fucking get Survivor out of the way. Buffalo beats Detroit, 1230 Thanksgiving. That hits. You're still alive going into week 13. Week 12 wins. That's Tom Brady's number. Have some turkey. Have some beer. Call to Thanksgiving. Boom. Done. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even have a response. <laughs> it was just beautifully said, man. It's beautifully said. You know, I could have been a poet. <laughs> Whatever. It's a very weird poem, but I like it. <laughs> it is. It is. All right. We're actually not doing terrible on time, but we got to fly through some of these games. So I guess. Week uh, one. Let's go, man. We won NFL. It, the life is back here. So uh, we got Buffalo versus the Rams. Buffalo favored by two points over under on 51 and a half. Thursday night football. It's in L.A. What do you got? Well, look, I mean, uh, Thursday night football, there's got to be some action on this just for the sake of the first fucking NFL game, man. You know what I mean? Um, so you know what I got to do for the pick? I'm taking the Rams here. I'm taking Stafford and the home team. Let's go i am most likely gonna get involved in the same game parlay what i like here is uh stafford with over 230 yards i i think he's gonna be throwing over i think uh the bills correct me if i'm wrong jb i i believe they got two young buck rookies in the secondary uh so i i i I think that they are depleted and uh, i think stafford is gonna capitalize on that so i i I like the rams um i'm most likely gonna take them straight up uh, money line with Stafford probably over 230 yards, maybe the Rams D with two sacks. I'm gonna craft some kind of masterpiece, but in the end, I got the Rams here. I like it. I, I'm gonna stay straight and simple. Rams money line. Um, the Super Bowl champs being a dog on opening day, I don't think that's warranted, especially nope. when they're at home, specifically when the crowd's gonna be pumped up. They just want a Super Bowl, especially when their team is basically the fucking same the year they won the Super Bowl, so right. there's no reason right. for it. I think Buffalo is a great team this year. I think they are going to win yeah. AFC East, much to my dismay. I would love to see the Patriots win it. I don't think Buffalo's win the Super Bowl. And for some reason, everyone's saying this is their year. They're going to win it. I don't think they're going to. I think this is the start of a letdown. I want to see Buffalo start 0-1 because I want them to get put in their fucking place. Rams, mm-hmm. money line, bet it. Let's get some money to go into Sunday is all I got to say there. Love it. Love it. Good strategy, man. I like it. Saints at Atlanta. Saints minus five and a half favorites over under 42. I think the Saints win this game. I am staying far away from everything, though. I don't like the points. I don't like the money lines. I don't like the over under. You got any takes here? No, I mean, more or less the same. I'm very concerned about Atlanta this year. I really am. Uh, I'm looking forward just to kind of seeing what kind of offense they can put together. Like, I, I, I. you can't roll out like Cordell Patterson at 33 years. How old is he? Like, he, yeah. I have some real concerns about the Falcons, but at the same time, not fully sold on the Saints. I think they win this uh, Saints, so I'll take them. Pick is the Saints, but no, there's no bet in action on either of these teams week one. Agreed. I hope the pick is the Saints just so I can see Jameis Winston eat a W. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Cleveland plus one and a half against at Carolina uh, over under 42. Baker Mayfield revenge game. I'm tempted to put Carolina in a parlay piece here. I mean, if they're minus one and a half, their money line can't be that much. I'll probably go money line. 
I just mm. like the hook always gets you with the point five. Um, yeah. But my picks Carolina parlay piece probably not betting him straight up. What are your thoughts? No, yeah, I mean, I agree. Baker Mayfield, I think he's going to come in with some new motivation here. And I think uh, the Browns, <laughs> look, this year, they got some real problems. They got some voids to fill, man. They got some but, rapists um, on the team, yeah. They got two, they, they got two yeah. rapists on the team, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I was going to bring that up. Let's just call them voids. We'll talk about the sport, leave all that bullshit, uh, you know, out of the conversation. I Look, I, I am actually not super confident uh, in Carolina. It's another team, like, I'm concerned about this year. really am. But uh, my pick will be uh, the Panthers just because I think Baker Mayfield comes out with some motivation here. Uh, but no bets for me on this one. Yeah. Christian uh, McCaffrey stays healthy. Carolina could be a force. If he doesn't stay healthy, they're fucked. Um, I think they might overwork him, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I hope Baker gets his revenge because what Cleveland did is bullshit, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. um, we'll see. San Fran minus seven against Chicago. Over under 40. Stay away. Uh, San Fran's not going to be good. I think Chicago is potentially dumpster fire material. But week one, my advice is stay away. What do you got? Well, see, I think I'm a little higher on uh, the Niners, man. I mean, I agree with you. Dumpster fire material for the Bears. Holy shit. I agree with that. But uh, for the Niners, look, um, when you got guys like, uh, okay, maybe some questions at quarterback, right? Let's see what Michael Oh, oh the, the biggest position in the – yeah, just some, just some questions All right, let's, there. Hey, we're we're going to go we're gonna go with this guy, and then we're going to sign a ba- the most expensive backup in NFL history in Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> well, hey, I'm, ta- I'm talking about Jimmy. How about Trey Lance, man? Yeah. So, uh, look, Debo Samuel, man. Let's talk about Debo. Dude, when you have a force on the field, just get him the ball. He's going to – yeah, I mean, he, he could take over. And I think the, the Niners are just going to be uh, significantly – better than the Chicago Bears this year. Do I think that they're going to be a top-tier team? Probably not. But for me, um, I, I'm confused by this. What, are you, what is it? Minus, minus, minus seven for the Diamonds. This is, this is very tasty to me, to be honest, because I think the Bears are going to be that bad. I think Justin Fields has, has a long way to go. And I think the Niners still got a lot of that offensive talent, specifically Mr. Debo Samuel. Could tear apart that defense, man. So I'm tempted to dabble. Um, it's TBD, man. It's TBD, JB. All right. Well, this might be a Joey bet only. My advice is stay away. I just the over under is 40, and you got to spread at seven. That's like zero wiggle room. Like, you think there's gonna be 40 only, you think there's gonna be less than 40 points scored, but someone's gonna win by seven points. You got to hope for like a 14 nothing game or like a 21 seven. Like, you don't have much wiggle room there. That's if you believe the oh, uh, the uh, under rather. How about you I mean, smash that over and nine is minus seven? That's hey, look, hey, we'll see, we'll see. Rather, rather bet <laughs> fucking Cleveland. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh plus six and a half. Cincy minus six and a half. Owned under forty four. Rivalry game. I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan. Not sure, gonna lie there. I'm staying away from this game. I think Cincy should win. I think they're going to win. I think they're probably going to cover. I think they're probably going to beat the shit out of Pittsburgh. I'm concerned about a letdown season after their Super Bowl loss. I don't know if they have all the pieces back together. So I'm going to be high on Cincy after I see them in week one. If they look like the same old Cincy, I will probably bet them every week here on out, but I'm going to stay away from one. Yeah, sure thing. I I get a little more confidence in Cincy coming out strong after a hell of a performance last season. I mean, they did better than probably even they thought they would do. 
last last year. So I mean, uh, Pittsburgh, another team. If Najee Harris can stay healthy, fantastic. If he can't, they're fucked. Even if he's healthy, I I still think they got issues there. So I think uh, what happened last year with the Bengals just motivates them more coming into this uh, this season. So pick definitely the Bengals might dabble in this and throw it into a parlay. Maybe take them, uh, what is it, minus six and a half. I don't hate that at all, JB. I really don't. But I can understand why you'd want to see them first to make sure they carry that momentum into this year. Definitely a parlay piece. Definitely potentially a teaser piece if you can get the spread down a little bit further. Um, I'm just, yeah, week one is does weird shit happens in week one. And while that yeah. should be a fucking blowout, I'm just not convinced. Yeah, I get you. Speaking of blowouts that should happen, I think Philly's going to be nasty this year. I'm probably most of them, which is going to be terrible news for our one and only subscriber. But um, (laughs) I I really, I'm high on them. I I think they should be very good. I think they just need to understand what and what not Jalen Hurts can do. Um, Mm -hmm. They should go in and beat Detroit by 14 points. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm probably going to take Philly um, in a parlay, but I wouldn't be surprised if Detroit comes out here and wins. I think Detroit's got that dog in them, and I think they're going to be a team that's a problem for a lot of people this year. But I'll still take Philly minus four in a parlay. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Minus four all day. And I also agree that Detroit is going to cause problems for some teams. It's not going to be Detroit we've seen, you know, in the past, uh, what, five, seven years where they're just straight garbage every time they take the field. I don't think that's what we're getting this year. And I'm not even saying that because of the hard knock shit. I think uh, the Eagles are going to make a statement. Uh, this game, and I'm taking them, man. I will definitely take them at minus four, and I'll parlay them as well. I like it. I like it. Colts minus seven against Houston, over under 45 and a half. I think Colts minus seven as a parlay piece would love if it dropped to six and a half, but I think yeah. they're still a parlay piece at minus seven. No doubt they are, man. I mean, look, I'm looking forward to seeing Damian Pierce uh, get the start and see what he's got, man. I am looking forward to that, but uh, at minus seven, for the Colts, I mean, let's go. Matty Ice, make a goddamn statement, man. Another one. Definitely Colts is the pick. And I did. Hey, if it goes to minus six and a half, boom. But I'll even take it at minus seven, JB, all day. I love it. I love it. All right. I mean, let's just get it out of the way, right? And this is going to happen until I'm proven. <laughs> okay. Why the fuck? Everyone's so high on the Dolphins. Two-way has not proven shit in a regular season game. Oh, he got Tyreek Hill. Whoa, that's fucking fantastic. He still throws fucking ducks, okay? Slam fucking the Pats. You know what? Slam the Pats and money line. Fuck Miami. Mac Jones comes into fucking Miami and shows them this is our fucking division until Buffalo eventually starts winning more games after they lose to the Rams. But fuck Miami. Pats went out right. Money line. Disagree. The Dolphins make that statement at home. And I'm just going to ask you one thing because I think we got to move on. Like, and on the against Mac Daddy, right? But who is he making that magic with, JB? Uh, Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry, uh, Jono, Jono Smith, uh, Damian Harris, Ramad Stevenson. Should I, should I continue? Mm. Should I should I continue? Yeah. Can you continue until you hear somebody that I actually think is capable of making oh, oh, plays? Uh, <laughs> let's, just, uh, let's just say I'm a big TD parlay guy. So I like doing, you know, uh, okay. TD and do that. Kendrick Bourne, touchdown in Miami. Lock it up. Other one, Devontae Parker, Parker going against his old team in Miami. Oh, like that. Lock it up. Like that. All right, look, my pick is the Dolphins here. I'm, I'm looking forward to this game. I think statements to be made on both sides, but I'm going to pick the Dolphins here. Not betting it, but let's see. 
So here's my question to you, and then we'll move on. If New England wins outright, do you become higher on New England or less on Miami? Much less on Miami, brother. Much less. Yeah, yeah. Because, because look, if um, Tua, he's, he's got a very short leash this season. Very short leash. Be- because of prior seasons. Your feedback is fair on him. I don't disagree with it at all. Hence his short leash this season. So I will be much lower on the Dolphins if they, uh, they come out and blow it. Yeah, as they should be. I mean, you say short leash. Uh, I got to move on here. But like short leash, like who's his backup? That's a great question. I don't know the answer to that. So don't know. We are so prepared in this podcast. Hang on. Hang on. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, hang on. Who's getting there? Who's getting the there. backup of the Miami Dolphins? Like, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, okay. Proven vet of the game. Oh, I wish there was a bet that Teddy Bridgewater is a starting quarterback by the end of the season. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the game that is going to knock Joey out of Survivor in week one Baltimore Fuck at that. the Jets. This spread is correct. It is 100% accurate. Baltimore should go in and steamroll the Jets. I don't give a fuck if it's in MetLife. Joe Flacco, quarterback. I'm not betting the game. The guy who fucks the mothers. I can't even. What's his fucking name? Who's the fucking (laughs) blonde guy? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) Told you that puncher's chance has a punch, all right? If he is the quarterback, (laughs) I'm probably going to slam Baltimore minus seven. If Joe Flacco is the quarterback, I'm probably not going to touch this game. What are your thoughts? Yeah, look, I'm uh, J.K. Dobbins. Uh, he practiced today, man. He was limited, so if he comes out week one, it's gonna be a massacre. I, look, uh, Baltimore's taking this. That's why I picked them in Survivor Week One. I have nothing else to say. Baltimore Ravens all day. Jets fucking suck. I don't disagree with anything you said. I don't disagree. I just just part of me that if Joe Flacco knocks you out of Survivor, it'd be make me so happy. You son of a bitch. Will you stop? All right, Jacksonville plus two and a half against the Washington football team, which is what I will call them the entire fucking year. <laughs> Stay away from this game. Both these teams suck. If Je- if uh, Jacksonville sucks this year, I think they got to blow up the team again. Not sold on Washington. I think this is a stay away game until you kind of see some more uh, paper on them. What do you think? Yeah, I know. I, I agree. But for a pick, I'm taking Jacksonville. I think this will be a bounce back year for them. I mean, not saying much because the bounce back from like the garbage of the league last year it's not going to really put you in playoff contention but i think the jags will look a little better i see nothing in the washington football team this year nothing uh so pick is that you just called them that yes i knew you would i knew you would so i picked the jags here but staying far away from it like it like it um casey in arizona i'm a little bit of a i really like arizona I'm obviously not going to take them plus six against the Chiefs. The Chiefs could easily drop no. like a ton of points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I do love here is the over-under at 54. Um, I don't think mm. Kansas City is going to completely shut out Arizona, and I think Kansas City is going to put up a lot of points. So probably looking at the over-under here at 54, but staying away from the spread. Uh, what are your thoughts? I'm just a little nervous about Arizona and their ability to put up points, to be honest. Um, I'm confused by the spread. I really am. Minus six for KC? How? Why? It's week one. They don't have Tyreek Hill because he's going to light it up with your boy in Miami. Um, (laughs) And there's hype around Arizona. And again, another team, if they don't do anything this year, they just signed Kyler to a massive contract. They got studs on their roster. 
you know, their coach, Cliff, if, if this doesn't happen this year, they might have to blow it up. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But I'm picking KC here. I don't know if I'm going to bet it. Uh, maybe I'll smash the over with you, JB, for old time's sake. But um, I'm picking KC against uh, the Birds. Love it. Love it. Um, Vegas, plus three and a half against the Chargers, minus three and a half. I will start off with, I think the Chargers could win the Super Bowl this year on paper. Um, their team yeah. is really that good. There's something about Vegas, what they did in the offseason. Um, it has nothing to do with Josh McDaniels. I actually don't like Josh McDaniels. I was very happy to see him leave the Patriots. Mm. Um, I think Vegas money line is a play here, but I like the over-under more than anything. So over-under straight up and probably over-under parlayed with the Kansas City, Arizona over-under. And then you got some little point parlay happen there in the 4 p.m. action. You know, after you lose all your 1 p.m. bets, you get a little bit of help. There, so. <laughs> um, what do you got here? No, I like it. I actually like the over-under as well here. And the Chargers, they should be a damn good team. Keywords should be. Should be. Um, AFC West is stacked, bro. So we'll see. I could easily see them going pretty far in the postseason i could see him not even making it dude i i don't know fc west is wild bro that's why i'm looking forward to this game i will take the charges here in this spot but i like that i, I like the over man i like the over yeah i was hoping for a little bit more over under plays but really the only things i'm seeing so far is casey arizona and vegas chargers but mm. you know we'll eventually get a little bit more just week one week one oh yeah Green Bay, Minnesota. Green Bay minus one and a half. I honestly don't understand this line. Yeah, what's, what's happening? Win. What is happening here? I don't I like because he doesn't have Devontae Adams anymore. Is that really the I reason know. why? <laughs> Dude, this would be like a minus 14 spread last year. Like, what's happening? Am I missing something? And the over under is also kind of low. I'm not going to touch the over under. I think I'm just going to take Green Bay minus one and a half straight up. This line hasn't moved. So. Um, we'll talk about Tampa Bay later. Tampa also opened up at minus one and a half, and they're up to minus two mm. and a half. For some reason, this line hasn't moved, which also uh, confuses the hell out of me. But my pick, Green Bay, minus one and a half. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm going to take that as well, man. Until I see reason not to take these spots with Green Bay, I'm taking it, man. I like it. I like it. Giants plus five and a half at Tennessee, over under 43 and a half. Tennessee should cover. My gut reaction is I'm going to stay away from this game. Um, what I would like to see if there's a prop for over rushing yards with Barkley and Derrick Henry. Um, this is going to be a run-heavy game. Mm. I know Tennessee's defense is pretty good, but I think the go-to for both of them is the running back, right? Like, they both kind of suck yeah. at quarterback. So there's an over-under prop on amount of rushing yards. I'm probably going to slam the over. Otherwise, I'm not going to touch this game. Yeah, that's a good call, JB. I think you got two stud rushes here in Henry. And, well, let's see how Saquon Barkley, uh, you know, rebounds this year. But pick is going to be the Titans. Um, I think the Giants are going to really struggle this year. I really do. And if Saquon Barkley continues to not be healthy, they're straight up screwed, man. But, uh, yeah, pick will be uh, the Titans. I will probably join you looking at those Russian props with Barkley and Henry here. but. Titans yeah. a win. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Can you do like a same game parlay on like Barkley's over? And oh, yeah. That's oh, certainly play. can. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll be good. Tampa Bay minus two and a half at Dallas over under 51. I do like this over under potentially the third parlay piece with Kansas City, Vegas and Chargers. Um, mm. What do you want me to say? It's Tom Brady. I know his offensive line is banged up. The rumors yeah. about plastic surgery, the rumor he's on the mass singer. It's Tom fucking Brady with Julio Jones, Mike Evans, like, what do you want? So Tampa covers here. Uh, I'll take Tampa straight up. 
potentially parlay piece, but I do love the over under 51 as well. I don't think Tampa's defense is anything to write home about. And Dallas right. does have some talent. Yeah, I see that's questionable for me as far as the Cowboys. What do they got going on? You mentioned Brady's old line being banged up. True, but so is the Cowboys. They lost this stud old lineman. They're trying to, you know, uh, patchwork the shit now with, uh, you know, Dak Prescott. I just, um, I don't dislike him as a quarterback, but I just question uh, what they're going to be able to do this year. And I think the Eagles are going to take over the division. That's just what I think. So when I see Tampa Bay at minus two and a half, yeah, I understand what you're saying with with Brady's O line, but w- what do the Cowboys got going on this year? Ezekiel, no, Ezekiel Elliott is aging, and yeah. I, I just don't, I just don't see it. No, I totally agree. My only concern with Brady is Ryan Jensen, the center, being out for the season. Ryan Jensen, arguably yeah. one of the best centers in the NFL, and him and Brady clearly had a connection. I mean, if you really study football, Jeff Saturday versus Peyton Manning was probably the only better connection there. Um, yeah. when you're when you have a true center who has a palm with their quarterback that just knows like I mean there was rumors that Brady didn't even have to call him to play like Jensen knew what he had to do but when Brady was walking to the huddle so yeah. that concerns me and then you worry about well something stupid gonna happen fumble snap and all that bullshit where you get stupid you know turnovers but I still think minus two and a half is way too low for Tampa so I think it, yes I want to look at lock it in before it goes minus three um but we'll see if I can get it there yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm with you on that. So we talked about this last week, and I, I sent you the meme, but like uh, Broncos oh Nation. God. Broncos oh Nation. Oh, my God. I hadn't seen it before until you sent it to me. What happened? Was he just not – What was he not comfortable in the studio? Was he just what, – what was that, dude? Do you think that Broncos Nation is, is uh, excited about that? All I'm thinking is like it's overtime, right? And they they win the they win the coin toss. They're getting the ball, and that's what they throw on the jumbotron. Broncos Nation, <laughs> that, that gets the going. No, it was so awkward, man. I hate that you sent that to me, but look, put that aside for just a second. All right, Geno Smith. Can you imagine him in front of the camera saying "Hawks Nation, let's ride"? Can you imagine that? I can't because he didn't. Not only didn't he, but he never will be in front of a camera doing any kind of promotion for a national or local fan base ever. And that is why I got Denver rolling over the Hawks on Monday Night Football. The spread I like as well, JB. Six and a half. I will slam that. I will. And I want your thoughts here on the over because, look, 45. I understand Geno Smith and the gang might not be putting up a ton of points, but I mean, Broncos Nation, they could easily do it, man. What do you think on this? I like Denver at minus six and a half as a parlay piece. I don't like anything here straight up. Over under 45, that's that number that 21-14. Easy. I could see that happen here. Like to your point, like it could be 35 nothing under. Yes. Right. I just, I don't. I don't love the over-under. I personally have a thing about betting unders. I probably will going to lose more money because I refuse to bet an under. Um, <laughs> but Denver minus six and a half is the play as a parlay piece. I still want to put them yeah. straight up. But if you could put For them sure. in a parlay, juice it up a little bit, I like it. If that gets to minus seven on your card, mm. I probably walk away. Um, yeah, I'd like six and a half, JB. I like it. I do. I do. All right. 
we are over, but we're not that over. So let's just move into some college football because we were oh, very, boy. very close. We were very, very close last week, Joey. And this the is... point, the points parlay nearly hit, bro. Nearly it was there. Hit. It was there. It was there. And you know what? Uh, you know, week one, we figured out there's some scrub teams ranked. They're no longer ranked. So let's see what we got here. All right. <laughs> Alabama at Texas. <laughs> Plus 19 and a half. Great. Oh, God. First of all, all right. I'll just put it out this. That 65 and a half over is going to be in the points parlay this week. There's zero chance it doesn't happen. Yeah. I, you know what? I feel okay about that. I feel okay about 65 and a half being exceeded. There's going to be a sprinkle play. What do you got? Because Texas is back. Oh, Texas, God. What is, what? Texas, what? Texas is going to upset Alabama this week. Are you out of your fucking mind, dude? Texas is back. Telling you right now, I, Texas is hold back. On. Is there going to be any logic or rationale behind that Texas is back statement, or are you just going to keep saying it? So, I mean, I can't really rationalize it because I know enough about college football. I don't know all the players and all that stuff. I watched enough Texas games last year. I think they're building a solid program. Okay, they, they may lose to Alabama. I think the money line on them, I mean, I got to find this because I honestly don't have it up because I saw my team minus 19 and a half. I was like, Um, I think it's worth a sprinkle again, 0.1 unit, like buy a lottery ticket on it, right? And then, all right, sure, like genius. Um, I'm not telling them to put a parlay piece, I don't even want the 19 and a half points because Texas either wins this game or it's 45 nothing at halftime, right? So, Alabama either covers or Texas wins. There's no point where Texas covers, in my opinion. Yeah, okay, Um, I'm, I'm supportive of that. I do believe Alabama could put up 62 points on Texas if they wanted to, which means you need a field goal from Texas, which means it'll be 62-3, and we will hit the under because we suck. But um, I'm yeah, still going to yeah. be over there. All right. Wow. Wow. Coming up blazing, JB. Jesus. By the way, that game's at noon, and I know we have Red Hot Chili Peppers on Saturday, so you'll find me at a bar in Boston somewhere watching it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, <laughs> South Carolina at Arkansas. I don't know what to do about this. I was looking at the over only because I'm a, for some reason, Arkansas fan, and South Carolina has the quarterback that used to be at Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler, and they can put up points, maybe touch the over 53 here, but not sold on it yet. More so looking at Appalachian State, Texas A&M. I mean, that Appalachian State UNC game is the only thing that really saved me from an absolute massacre last year, last week. Um, <laughs> Appalachian State put 60 points up on UNC. Oh god. Yeah. They put sixty on UNC. Can't they put up like fourteen on Texas AM and the sure, Texas A&M sure. puts up the remaining? So I like that. That's over not under. bad. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that over under fifty four. They're probably gonna be in the points parlay. Tennessee Pitt um both put up points last week. That Pitt West Virginia game was fucking amazing. I really hope I yeah. see more of that. Stay away yeah. from the spread here. I think this could be a closer game than everyone thinks. Over under sixty six and a half. I like that. Um same thing with Houston and Texas Tech. I <laughs> Yeah, and look at this, and I say the number twenty-five team is actually the underdog. I guess the ranked one in, but you're number twenty-five. You're literally the ranked last ranked team. Texas could be twenty-six yeah, for all anyone knows. True. Um, true. Over under sixty-three. I do like that. UNV versus California. Over under forty-eight. I think that's way too low. UNLV has that stupid uh, turnover slot machine. So I think we're looking. Oh yeah, love that shit, man. And get that. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> Kansas, West Virginia. I threw it on there because I really love that West Virginia pick game. I'm actually probably going to stay away from this game. I don't know if Kansas can put up that many points. I think West Virginia covers here, but 13 and a half is way too much to line an unranked team, in my opinion. Hmm. Um, and then Kentucky versus Florida. 
I should have fucking bet Florida last week. I yeah, said they were going to win outright, a, and I fucking took them off the card. What I do like here is the over-under. Two ranked teams, 52 and a half. Yeah. SEC, yeah. like the over. So you're probably looking at sure. an over with Kentucky, Florida, Alabama, Texas, Appalachian State, Texas Appalachian A&M, State, all that, yeah, the yeah. points, and then maybe do a super points with the Houston, Texas. Sorry, Houston, Texas Tech, UNV, California, added to that. Yes, yeah. we might have like a sixteen super points parlay. Yeah, so. hey, hence, hence the super, hence the super, man. Super, super, super <laughs> points. Super, like points. it. I like it. All right. So as I mentioned, red hot chili peppers this week. Oh and yeah. The weather is looking fantastic. It's like eighty degrees and sunny the sure. entire day. So I am pumped to just go bar hopping in Fenway, watch mm-hmm. the college football, watch fucking Texas beat Alabama straight up, and just fucking do a shoey in your face. Um, fuck that you better bring the fucking shoey man oh i ordered a second one so we got two shoeys don't worry about it because we do we do have to do some shoey bets based off this podcast here uh, god damn you uh and then we'll review uh DraftKings sportsbooks at, at foxwoods on october 1st i am talking to brooks casino maybe going up there for a little bit i just gotta get the reservation detail and all that but that one's in new hampshire so that's what we got coming up uh we are over but we're only at an hour and 13 minutes which isn't bad for how much we had jam packed we yeah. do try to keep this in an hour but uh, with that, all I will say is please like, subscribe everywhere. QR codes there brings you to our Linktree profile, Instagram, Twitter. Instagram is probably the best. I do post everything there. Also goes to Twitter, but YouTube, Spotify is also there. Um, we do have the live stream on Twitch. Twitch is lame and doesn't let you do replays yet because we have enough followers. So if you guys follow us, we can actually have more replays there. Help us out, huh? Help us out. So final weeks. Last week was bad. This week's going to be good. We're just like Jake Collier, right? One bad week, one good week. Uh, but let's make it a very good week here. Joey, final thoughts. Hey, man, this is it. We're in the thick of it. It's the beginning where I'm talking about when you wake up on Saturday, college football all day. You wake up on Sunday. Well, actually, UFC card as well on Saturday. You wake up on Sunday, NFL all day. I mean, goddamn, these are the weekends, my man. These are the weekends. So most importantly, I think this upcoming week is a bounce back week for us, man. Let's make some goddamn statements. Let's fucking find the best whiskey we can find. Let's find the best beers we can find. Let's bless this upcoming weekend, brother, with the chili peppers and all of this wonderful sports action we have going on. Let's have some fucking fun, man. Calling it right now. When Nate, and I'll be that confident, when Nate Diaz wins, fuck you. Next week's podcast is I'm not surprised, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck <laughs> what we talk about. That's the title of next week's podcast. My name done, 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 bro. I will. We will happily name it that. And uh, shit, if that happens, man. God damn. I, I'm going to give you some serious fucking credit. <laughs> All right, man. Be well. And uh, we'll talk to everyone next week. All right. Peace.